Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Stand on Your Word, based on our reading of Jude chapter 1, verse 4. Let us hear what the Word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. For there are certain men crept in unawares, who were before of all ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Only those of us who stand on God's word will be able to withstand the temptation to become ungodly people who abuse the grace of God and continue to believe that we can live in sin because God will forgive us of our trespasses. Only those of us who fortify our minds with the word of truth will not believe that because we are sinners, God understands our weakness and will forgive us of the deliberate sinfulness. What a thought-provoking message the Lord has given us this morning about the dangers of allowing ourselves to become ungodly people. Unfortunately, throughout the ages of the church, ungodly people have been present. The Bible did remind us that the wheat and the tares will be present in the house of God until the day of harvest. In Jude chapter 1 and verse 4, the word of the Lord outlined the fact that ungodly men came into the church and what was the result of their presence. This is what the word of the Lord said. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of all ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice how the writer of Jude described the way ungodly men became part of the church of God. They crept in unawares. They secretly came into the church without others realizing it. Clearly, these are men who are full of deception and who have been able to trick the people of God to believe a lie in terms of their character. These are men who have been able to hold on to their sinful ways by keeping them in secret because of the nature of the sins they were participating in. It is so interesting to see that these men were able to turn the grace of God into lasciviousness. Right in front of the bridge, they were able to peddle their disgraceful lifestyle and even receive support from some members of the church to carry on this way of living. While these men were actively involved in the work of the Lord, they were participating in unbridled lust, excess, licentiousness, lasciviousness, wantonness, outrageousness, shamefulness, and insolence. Matthew Henry in his commentary on this passage of scripture, shed some additional light 
on what this passage of scripture is saying to us. He said, As evil manners give rise to good laws, so dangerous errors often give just occasion to the proper defense of important truth. Here observe, ungodly men are the great enemies of the faith of Christ and the peace of the church. Those who deny or corrupt the one and disturb the other are here expressly styled ungodly men. We might have truth with, with peace, a most desirable thing, where there none in our particular churches and congregation, but truly godly men, a blessing scarcely to be locked, looked or hoped for on this side of earth. Ungodly men raise scruples merely to advance and promote their own selfishness, ambition, and covetous ends. This has been the plague of the church in all past ages, and I am afraid no age is or will be woefully free from such men and such practices as long as time shall last. Observe, nothing cuts us off from the church but that which cuts us off from Christ, namely, reigning infidelity and ungodliness. We must abhor the thought of branding particular parties or persons with this character, especially of doing it without the least proof, or as it too often happens, the least shadow of it. Those who are ungodly men, who live without God in the world, who have no regard to God and conscience, those are to be dreaded and and consequently to be avoided not only who are wicked by sins of commission, but also who are ungodly by sins of omission, who, for example, restrain prayer before God, who dare not reprove a rich man when it is the duty of their place to do so for fear of losing his favor and the advantage they promise themselves therefrom, who do the work of the Lord negligently. Number two. Those are the words of ungodly men who turn the grace of God into lasciviousness, who take encouragement to sin more boldly because the grace of God abounded and still abound so wonderfully, who are hardened in their impurities by the extent and the fullness of gospel grace, the design of which is to reduce men from sin and bring them unto God. Thus, therefore, to vex wanton under so great grace and turn it into an occasion of working all uncleanness with greediness and hardening ourselves in such a course by that very grace which is the last and most forcible means to reclaim us from it. It is to render ourselves the vilest, the worst, and the most hopeless of sinners. I pray that we will ask God to help us to constantly stand on his word so that Satan will not be able to trick us into becoming ungodly people. I pray that we will surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can put a hedge around us and protect us from falling into the trap to become ungodly people. 
only those of us who stand on God's word and his promises will fall in will not fall into Satan's trap to become ungodly people while we are in the church. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this powerful reminder. Please protect us, Lord. Put a hedge of protection around us. Help us to stand on your word so that we will not find ourselves becoming ungodly people. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing and mercy upon us, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.